ladies and gentlemen, folks, trash, trash pandas, trash. Oh, trash pandas. I like that. Yeah, well, our logo, my logo is the uh, is a couple of raccoons sticking out of a. Sticker. I never knew that. You never seen the logo? I should look at it up close. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. If you listen to the pod, it's it's it's. I mean, it's the show like logo. Trash pandas. That's a cute name for the audience. That is a good name. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, Steve did that logo. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. His his lasting contribution since uh, since he's MIA. Can we uh can we get some stickers? We could do that. I would love a Let's Get Trash Pot sticker. For real? Yeah. Where would I put those? Everywhere, dude. To start spamming Austin with Let's Get Trash Pod stickers? I mean, I need one on my Hydro Flask for sure. That's why I want it. <laughs> All right. I, I, wish I, could get, I wish I could get five stickers made. Well, or one. Well, I mean, I would have a, I would use a couple, but yeah, I can give you fucking eight hundred Luke and the Lonely stickers if you want them. You have that many, doggy. I'll, I'll take one. Yeah, I why have do you have so many? Because we got a bunch of free stickers and T-shirts, and then the band broke up fucking weeks later. That is, ain't that the way, dude? I have two boxes full of T-shirts in my bedroom. Dang, that I need to just take somewhere and like you know give them away. But yeah. I don't know. I've been using. Well, what you could do is you could go on Facebook, type in in the search engine, you type in Luke, and then everyone named Luke, you just message them and you say, "Hey, do you want a shirt with your name on it?" Like for no. money. Why nobody would? <clears throat> You're saying nobody, but it could be a numbers game. If, I mean, if you if you emailed, if you message one million Lukes, you think you wouldn't get a response? You think you wouldn't sell one shirt? Not for like a band. When when the band existed, we couldn't sell shirts to literally our fans. Were you like, de- DMing people? No. See, I was not something to think about. I did. I did enough work for okay. that nope. for that ensemble. <laughs> Our other shirts are actually even better because they're not like they don't have the band name. They just have like the name of a song. But what's it's a, the song? My baby loves heavy metal. That's a that's a cute name. It's a great song, and the shirt is really good because it has like it's like a it's the it's the rock and roll sign inside of a oh, heart. Familiar. Inside of a heart. Yeah. It's a really well done shirt. Uh, our my friend Sarah did the design. Our Singer, co- you know, co- shout out Sarah. Shout, shout out Sarah Nuttle, um, who has a lot of artwork. Go check out her Redbubble page. Um, Sarah Lou, something. Sarah Lou twenty two, probably. Name's Sarah Lou. Yeah, I love that name. Really, I love when a middle like my name, Jimmy D. Jimmy D. It just rolls off the tongue. That Jimmy D. Does roll off the tongue. It just rolls off. I love a name that rolls off the tongue. What's your middle name, Nick? D. <laughs> Nick D. And I had no. no idea this whole time. My middle name is David. <laughs> Nick, Nicky D. Nicky, Nicky D. Dude. Uh, I had no idea all this time. Nick David. Nick Dave. Yeah. I do call you Nicky when I'm not around you. I'm like, I'm yeah. going to Nicky's. You know what? A lot of people, I mean, when I used to play only salsa bands, like back in the day when I was playing yeah. a lot of like salsa and San Antonio and stuff, you know, I, I'm friends with all these old Puerto Rican guys. They would all call me Nicky. Yeah. Uh, it has more, it has a little bit more uh, finesse. It's got a charm to it. Yeah. It's got a charm to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, what movie are we talking about? If you're interested, if you're interested in, uh, a def- in stickers or T-shirts from a de- <laughs> from a defunct musical ensemble, yeah, hit me up on uh, Twitter at Nick Tazo, Instagram at Nick Tazo Drums, because I can give that to you. And uh, if you like and share and subscribe this, if you give me a reason to make Let's Get Trashed Pod stickers, I will make them. I think we should. I think if we get, 
If we get 20 likes on this episode, I think we should make stickers. 20? You're going to commit me to a fucking paying for stickers for 20 likes? What? What's the number? What's your number? A million. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I can get us 20 likes. You can get us 20 likes? You know what? Let's start there. Let's see. Let's see, folks, if Jimmy D can get, get us, us 20, 20 likes. likes on this episode. On well, what we do on YouTube? Well, I'm on it, dude. 20 likes on YouTube. Yes. All right. You're on. And then you make stickers? No, then I'll then I'll take you seriously. What? <laughs> so weird. So, all right, dude. All right. Just see what happens now that you Let's made that happens. comment. Let's see what happens. You know what? Folks, I would love an overwhelming pressure campaign to uh to acquiesce to jimmy's demands i love stickers man i'll do anything anything i love stickers jimmy remind the folks at home how old you are i'm 30 years old dude dude you can love stickers forever did you know that i'm, I'm hearing it now for the first time as i assume when did are, you, as i assume most of my listeners are when did you stop loving stickers i don't think i ever gave a shit about stickers and that, to be honest and that's the difference between us as a kid i don't i don't remember caring about stickers i genuinely don't i love a good sticker <clears throat> what kind of stickers should they make for the matrix 4 i would say a sticker that uh keeps you blue pilled Whatever whatever item, or if if you put it, then you can have a red pill option. If you put that sticker on your refrigerator, it just looks like like a Matrix refrigerator. We're talking just, we're talking about the Matrix Resurrections, and everybody. that's just off the cuff. This is off the cuff. Matrix Four, the Legacy sequel. That's what we're calling sequels that come many years after. Did the you original. make that up, or is that a thing? That's a thing. I did okay. not make that up. I didn't hear that term until Top Gun came out. Um, this is Let's Get Trashed Top Gun Corner. Yep. That was the first film I ever heard of referred to as a legacy sequel. It's a, a again a sequel to a long you know what you know what movie you know what might be the first ever legacy sequel made? Was the two Jakes. What the fuck is that? That was a sequel to Chinatown. Produced and starring produced by and starring Jack Nicholson. That movie came out in like the nineties, so twenty years after Chinatown. Oh, I didn't know about that one. I don't. I'm unfamiliar of. I'm unfamiliar with any other. You know, I can't think of anything older. Space Jam Two. That's not Avatar older. Two. N- that's not older. Twenty years. Oh, older. Not. I'm talking in the about, span of time. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about older. They in, they made a movie in the '70s called Chinatown. Oh, that's the first legacy. They sequel. made a movie in the early '90s called The Two Jakes, starring the same character. As a direct a direct sequel to a film that's been out forever, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if they made. Did they make a sequel to the fucking, uh, um, you know, the? Is there a sequel to a Charlie Chaplin film that came out in the sixties to a twenties movie? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't know when. What was the first? What was the first time that you know? Did they make a sequel to Wizard of Oz? In the seventies, that would have never worked. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. So, off the top of my head, the two Jakes is the first legacy sequel. I'm air quoting. If you're not watching, that's the first legacy sequel I can think of. 
Um, but anyway, this falls Matrix Resurrection, Resurrections, Matrix Four. Well, it's probably the first leg- legacy sequel to a trilogy. No, because they had already done Star Wars. Yeah, but th- yeah, that's true. And The Hobbit did Lord of the Rings, which was like a legacy prequel. I mean, yeah, that doesn't really count though, because that's like already written. Yeah, that all existed as like books. It was sure. just it was just adaptations of pre-existing books. You know what I mean? I'm learning a lot. They just happened to make the Lord of the Rings before they made the Hobbit books for whatever reason. Um, which thank God those Lord of the Rings movies are good. They are but good. The Hobbit movie. I never watched the Hobbit movie. I never read the book. I never read any of those books because they're unreadable. I read it every night before bed. You you read the Hobbit every night before bed. The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's a great book. He's lying to you, everybody. I swear to God. I'm borderline sure Jimmy can't even read. <laughs> Much less reading The Lord of Look, the Rings every night. Do you need Do you a, really? Yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. You love that book. I love that book. I love the trilogy. You love that book. Well, obviously, the movies are great. The movies, yeah, are, movies be- are good. The movies are beautiful and well-made and, and made with such care. They look great because it's so real and everything. Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But do you actually read those books? I do, yeah. You so read them frequently, I read every night. So, well, I, I just be I'm hap, I just happen to be reading Lord of the Rings for the second time now. For, Only for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> I typically read some sort of fantasy series, uh, and I've read most of them before I go to sleep. It puts me in a nice dream state. Oh, so it's not you read you read fantasy before you go to bed, not Lord of the Rings all the time. I would say all the time. I've been reading it for years, for at least a year and a half now, because I only get one or two pages before I go to sleep. Yeah, you're only on your second time through. If you had told me I've read Lord of the Rings 15 times, I always read a pass. I always read some of it. Well, I I do read Lord of the Rings every night, so that statement is true, but not forever since I was born. Okay. So how far back are we going? If you're doing the Lord of the Rings one word a day program. I can't express to you how much that doesn't fucking count. I would dude. say a page and a half, but probably not quite a page and a half because iPhone shrinks a page if you think about it. So it probably puts. Maybe oh, you're reading it on your phone. Yeah, so maybe a few paragraphs. I get. I, I get. I don't get very far, but I do read. A, I do read it in detail because I always go back a page and read. If you're how trying, deep do you want to get into this? I want to keep going because if you're. So here's here's what you're, here's I've diagnosed a problem already. Okay. Get get the actual get books on paper, okay. Because if you're trying to read at night to like help you go to sleep, iPhone, i i iBooks, which is what I read on. Also, it's bad. First of all, blue light is bad for you. Yep, blue light fucks you up. It makes it makes it hard. It it's bad for your eyes. It's harder to sleep. I go to sleep very quickly. Yeah, you're not sleeping as well as you could be. I'm I'm here to fix your sleep. I'm the sleep doctor. Okay. I'm Doctor Sleep. Okay, another movie. Another movie. another legacy sequel. Another legacy sequel. You tied it back. All right, we're done talking about this. Okay. The Matrix Four, everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess this is technically Matrix Four came out a little while ago. So are we doing a Let's Get Trashed in the Can episode? Is that what we're doing right now? I mean, it's your call. I feel like it came out this last year. It came out in 2021, right? Yeah, and it's currently on steamy on streaming, but it is not a new release. It's in the it's it's fading out of the zeitgeist. 
maybe has faded out of the zeitgeist. Oh, I think it faded quickly. Yeah, it faded. Did pretty... you care? I mean, you obviously watched it when it came out. Yeah. Did how much did you give a shit at the time? I was so excited for this movie, man. You were excited when it came out. I was. You were excited before it came out. After, I was. After you watched it, how long did it stay with you? I w- I wanted to black it out of my brain. Ooh, really? Yeah, I didn't love it, dude. Well, I, didn't love it and wanting to remove it from your memory, or that's a lot harsher. I was, you know, you I was didn't disappointed. Love it you hated everything about it, or what? I didn't hate everything about it. Okay. It had the potential to be good up to a certain point, mm-hmm. and then it was bad for for many reasons. Okay. Um. So we're getting into. We can talk about spoilers. This movie's been yeah, out. Yeah. This movie's been out for a while. You know what? It is an Indie Can episode. You. Audience already knows it's an in the can, in, in the can episode because they heard me do Let's Get Trashed, It's in the Can at the top of the episode. Boom. So they know before I know that it's in well, the can. Well, and maybe this will give people some closure because it's okay to not like this movie. Well, Wait, yeah, did course. you like this movie? I liked it. You did? I liked it all right. Okay. I liked it. It didn't disappoint you at all. I mean, disappointing is a tough way to think about stuff. Because I didn't have any high expectations for it. Okay. I love... I'll, I'll, I'll give you where I'm coming from. I love The Matrix. 1999. I did too. 1999 is the best year for movies. 1999 is the best year for movies ever. Okay. Um, The Matrix is a small part of that. There's so many great movies came out in 99. What else? Oh, God damn it, dude. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call you out, but I just was excited to hear about no, like, you're right. what other movies. You're right. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. It's 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 very accessible information. Well, let me talk about my love for The Matrix while you're looking that up. Do it. As anyone who has probably seen the original Matrix, I mean, what an eye-opening dimension that comes out when Neo awakens up in The Matrix. I mean, what a mind-blowing thing, right? So you have this like otherworldly experience of a universe that... It takes place meta outside of a simulation. Like this was, this is what like I feel like simulation theory now is based off of. Like this movie, like this movie is like almost philosophical in nature. Like the first, yeah. the trilogy is like incredible, and this, it's great. The trilogy is not great. The trilogy is not. Great. I liked that. I, I liked it. Two and three are bad. Let's talk nineteen ninety nine. Go for it. All right. Obviously, The Matrix, mm-hmm. Magnolia. Okay. American Beauty. Mm-hmm. Fight Club. Fight Club, amazing. Green Mile. Green Mile, amazing. Eyes Wide Shut. Being Don't John Malkovich. It. Don't remember it. Big Daddy. Great movie. Cruel Intentions. Yes. Girl Interrupted. Man on the Moon. Man, yep, great film. American Pie. Yes, first movie I think I probably saw boobies in. Pretty sure. Deep Blue Sea. Double Jeopardy. Scared of Sharks because of Deep Blue Sea. Ten Things I Hate About You, Varsity Blues, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Hilarious movie. Quoted it constantly with my friends. South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Beautiful. Boondock Saints. Great movie. Saw the, it ten years later. The Mummy. My favorite movie in the world. For the for love of the game. Yep. Uh, that was a great year. Entrapment. Holy shit. Office Space. Saw that 10 years later. Blast from the past. Yep. Never been kissed. Deuce Story Bigel- of my life. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. That's a funny one. Funny for me at the time as a child. Wild Wild West. Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Oh, great. Bowfinger. Damn, I forgot about Bowfinger. Um, I already said Green Mile. The 13th Warrior. Damn, doggy. I forgot about that. 
Um, this means nothing to me, but Stuart Little, Iron Giant. Stuart Little, our favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. Stuart Little? Yeah. That's not him, is it? Yeah, we've talked about this. I've never watched it. Uh, Mystery Men, that's funny. I loved Mystery Men. Toy Story 2, Disney's Tarzan. Love Tarzan. Um, let's see, anything else good on this list? Uh, oh, The Sixth Sense. Came Our out. second Take, favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. No, that's literally the only good one. 1999. <laughs> here's a bunch of Disney shit that doesn't count. Uh-huh. Oh, Sweet and Lowdown, the Woody Allen movie. She's All That. I already said Varsity Blues. Um, that's a lot of movies, dude. I mean, and Was I'm... Was that the I'm, movie I'm, Golden Era? I'm skipping... It's the best year for movies. I'm skipping yeah. stuff that sucks, too. Uh, or stuff I've never heard of that probably sucks. The three, Mummy, though. Three the Kings... Mummy. Um, what else is? I feel like there's more like. So that's when the first Matrix came out, 1999, and the Mummy came out in the first the same year. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! Every, dude. 1999 is the best year for movies. The Buena Vista Social and Club Stuart Little. Uh, the Buena Vista Social Club documentary came out. Um, that's the documentaries. Here we go. Action movies, Mummy, uh, a very bad James Bond movie. The world is not enough. I already said Entrapment, but that one's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Catherine, no, yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones going through the uh, going through the the laser beams, that was sick. I don't remember that. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, everything else is is bad, but I've I've listed a wow. lot. Nineteen ninety nine was a big, was a big year, dude. And you were watching these movies on VHS. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know what? Movies were better when they had to be on VHS. Yeah. Um, that it was. It's editing. You ha- the movie ha- can't be longer than ninety nine minutes because we can't fit it. Blair Witch Project was nineteen ninety nine. Ooh, I was never allowed to watch that. Never. No, dude. Um, even to this day. <laughs> even to this day. <laughs> Remind the people at home how old you are, Jimmy. Thirty. Uh, Turn thirty one August sixteenth, and I'll be doing something obviously very fun. Cool. So. Runaway Bride. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of shit. Office Space. Analyze This, which people don't like, but I loved. Uh, I love Analyze This, and I love Analyze That. Yeah. Two of my favorite movies. Okay, well, that's bad. But the, the first, They're so good. They man. should be your favorite, but they're funny. They're, no, they're great. They're better than they... Oh, Blue Streak was 99? Was Martin 99? Lawrence, classic. Mickey Blue Eyes. Ugh. That was funny. That was bad, too. Um. Anyway, I'm not going to go through... But anyway... 1999, big year for movies. The Matrix. That's you know 48 what? classic movies. If I'm being honest, of all those we just kind of talked through, yep. Matrix might be the best one. Yeah, I would say I love the Mummy so much. It's hard. It's it's a tie. I can't choose one. The Mummy's great. It's very fun. I rewatched that a few. We were watched that sometime last year, but there is legitimately, I mean, I I, I love The Mummy, but I do not think it's like, I don't think it's as iconic or as interesting as The Matrix. It's more fun. 100%. Yeah. 100% it's more fun, but does, is that, is it lasting fun? The whole movie's fun. What's what am I what what reference am I thinking of? 
Yes, it's fun, but it's not a lasting fun. Oh, is that a movie reference? It, or a TV, maybe. Okay, I don't know. Okay, The Matrix is just intense. And Here we just, are. Yeah. Here we are 21 years later. And we get a legacy the sequel. The Matrix Resurrections. Yep. A revitalization of our Matrix trilogy. Let's talk about some things we have to talk about. Here's what this movie doesn't have. It has a lot of stuff. Go for it. Has it has a lot of good things. has a lot of bad things. Before we talk about good or bad, let's talk about what it doesn't have. It doesn't have Lawrence Fishburne. I was going to say that. And it doesn't have Hugo Weaving. Yep. Um, I think... I Story-wise, I think it's okay It's that Lawrence Fishburne isn't in it. Um, I think that I actually like what they did with his... With the real original Morpheus character. Yeah. I think the movie suffers greatly by not having Hugo Weaving in it. And I was never that enthralled with him in the trilogy, but I think the reveal of him being stuck in the Matrix as Keanu's business partner, Yeah, I think that would have been so much more powerful having With the Hugo. actual guy I agree. than having a new guy play that character. Um, yeah. Because we don't get right away that, that that is Agent Smith. His business partner, Keanu... So Keanu Reeves works at a video game company. Uh, Tom Anderson, Mr. Anderson, he works at a video game company. He's a video game designer. He's a yeah. story guy. He's a He's a programmer guy, computer guy. He built the greatest video game of all time that everybody loves, the Matrix trilogy. Yeah. Um, He's a prodigy in his world. His business partner is the money guy. Uh, I don't even know what his fucking name is in this movie because it's unmemorable. The most forgettable guy You find out eventually that that guy is like the new Agent Smith. But... um, So that's the story. That's, That's the world we walk into... Our our hero, Neo, is Thomas Anderson. He's a dude. He works at a desk. He's got a nice office. He's rich. He's important. Yeah. He's an icon of this area. He's deeply unhappy. Yeah. But, but he's a he's a creator. He created an important big video game. Um. Hugo Weaving not being the guy is a bummer. Hugo Weaving had, was doing a play. He was so oh, Lawrence, was Fish, he really? Lawrence Fishburne was not even asked to be in the film. What the fuck? They didn't even approach Lawrence Fishburne. Now, I for some reason, and I was doing a little. I did research for this for this episode because I remember for some reason hearing that the reason Lawrence Fishburne wasn't approached is because he he. I had heard this I had heard this somewhere. I thought I read this online. I vividly remember reading or saying seeing something where Lawrence Fishburne made some sort of uh anti or disparaging comments against the transgender community. Well, that's a dissonance. Well, especially if the director is trans. Yeah. Which uh Lana Wachowski is. Sure. 
However, hold on. Before, don't run away with that. Because in my research in the last 24 hours, I cannot find any evidence of that ever. So I don't know where I made that up. Because I looked everywhere... And I can't. Oh, I can't I find. I cannot find the article that I read. Sure. I cannot find the article that I think I read that probably doesn't even exist. Okay. But I was looking for that because I I wanted to have more context for this. But I genuinely can't. I genuinely cannot find, um, what I thought existed, which was some sort of article. Do you something? There's plenty of articles saying why he's not in the Matrix, but it's all just hearsay. It, no, it's all just interviewing him. And okay. him, him going, they I didn't, wasn't asked. They didn't ask me. I hope it. I hope it turns huh. out. I hope it turns out good. I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna write a play. But they didn't ask me. You know. So I'll, best of luck to him. I guess nothing I can do about it. Sure. And then, the, when when Lana Wachowski, the director, has been asked, she has said, it's just it. It didn't fit for the story. And honestly, the way they handle, the way they handle the the uh, the. M- actual Lawrence Fishburne Morpheus not appearing in this film I think is great I actually I actually really like that part about it I don't let's get to that in a minute though I don't want to okay go for it you have yeah go for it I don't want to jump to that okay um but anyway no not having Hugo Weaving Hugo Weaving was doing a play and he said I can't work with my schedule what play was it Uh, who knows it doesn't matter but he was like can you work with my schedule and they said no okay and so he's like well I guess I can't do that um. Anyway, Neo is a computer guy. Works at a video game company. He's got a. He's been told he has to create a new. He's got. He's got to create a sequel to the Matrix. Yeah. So kind of meta. Yeah. Very meta. Yeah. Within the film. Um. Extremely meta. It's. It's honestly. It's. It's kind of genius. It actually might be. It's playful and it, it works. Well, this part is not what I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big criticism of the film that I've seen from other people is that the the over the kind of too on the nose critique of uh modern like uh cinema in tech yeah the tech thing the um I'll tell you what I love about it because we'll go in order the very first conversation he has with his business partner sure who the the uh the eventual agent Smith resurrected um in that conversation he goes the the character agent smith the business partner lays out a hundred percent exactly what lana wachowski was facing she he goes look look thomas look keanu reeves you created the matrix 30 20 years ago here's the problem our parent company warner brothers who owns our video game studio. Our parent yeah, company, yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers, has told us that we have to make a sequel to The Matrix. And they said, they own the rights. They're going to do it with or without us. Yeah. So we have to make this, even if we don't fucking want to. I know you said you don't want to. I don't particularly want to, but they told us we have to, or they'll do it without us. So we might as well do it. So A, we can control it, and B, we can make some money off of it. Okay. And then Keanu Reeves is like, fuck, good point. I guess we have to do this shit. That is the most real, that's the most real critique of of a parent company I've ever seen inside of a of a work of art. You know, 
I mean, work of art. It's fucking Matrix 4. But you know what I mean? Yeah. In, inside of a narrative. Sure. The Simpsons and Family Guy always did a great job of, of you know, making jokes at Fox's expense. Sure. And, uh, you know, talking shit on Fox. Um, even fa- even Futurama did that to some extent. But Family Guy and, and following the example of The Simpsons, trashing Fox was always uh, was always really funny. This this they're doing that same thing that those shows used to do to Warner Brothers, but that's a that they almost they should have looked straight into the camera when they had this conversation. They Might almost they almost do because yeah. it, it's it's over shoulder over shoulder. Uh, so you're just look you know basically, uh, Agent Smith is looking right at the camera, being like, Warner Brothers told us they're gonna do this with or without us. Yep, that's that's basically Lana Wachowski being like, this is why this movie exists. I was forced to make this shit. Um, huh. I you didn't know. know it was quite like that. Yeah. I remember that, that, that line, a, but I didn't a, know it was like that. No, that's a true story. Warner okay. that's, Warner Brothers demanded a sequel. Okay. You know, uh, pretty fucked up. You know, uh, yeah, pretty fucked up. Usually my criticism on this podcast is, is uh, directed at Disney, but yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a much bigger fan of Warner Brothers to be, so, same exact thing. Direct dig at, at Warner Brothers for forcing Lana to do this. Um, there we go. That's why we have this movie. Okay. And then after that, now that they're like, now he agrees to make the film. Now we're in the, uh, now we're in the what do we call it? The focus group section. Sure. It's all the writers, all these guys that were all these young kids. They're all sitting around a table, banding about ideas. I loved this part. It's a nod to the original Matrix no. moments, right? No, not this part. No, they're sitting around like this is this is a critique. This is a critique of like corporate art production. Sure, you know they're calling like what is the Matrix? The Matrix is is a is it's an expression of self. It's a it's it's a story. It's about it's about being trans. It's about it's about fighting the fighting the man it's about whatever they're just throwing around all these like cliches okay trying to define it as they as these young kids try to make this new version of the video game keanu reeves the og creator is sitting there with his fucking head in his hands sure just dying at, at the, this corporate jargon he has to put up with that's the thing they're talking there you know it's about synergy it's a syncretism yeah. between this and that it's a fucking blah 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 it's a whatever the fuck it's you know what i mean it, they're just throwing out corporate jargon, which is my least favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, I I hate I the vernacular corporate yeah. vernacular. Yeah, yeah, I sure. hate people that talk like this. I hate this kind of conversation. So watching this on the screen, being parodied, being like uh, lampooned like this, I really love this scene. A lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was too on the nose. But yeah, I I have such a f- visceral fucking hatred for. Um, for corporatism and any of that corporate speak that watching this like uh watching this lambasting of it made me really laugh sure and i i really like enjoyed it i mean how on the how on the nose do we get right i think at some point like well i mean to start with the lawrence fishburn thing okay because just to finish that thought I like the idea of him being once an agent and for some reason turning into like 
a person that has like this prophetic destiny. Well, but that was very interesting. That was interesting. That was that's something very different though. That's what I so that's yeah. actually, that's one of the layers of this. I I do like the new Morpheus character. I like the his or he has an origin story, and that's an interesting take to put in this movie. <clears throat> yes, but the 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 fact is that character yeah is not Morpheus. The new Morpheus that we have, that character is not Morpheus. Okay, that character is Morpheus. As created by Keanu Reeves in the Matrix, Mr. Anderson. Sure. Um, the the movie the movie starts in something called a modal, which is like a um, kind of a simulation. So, Thomas Anderson, as a computer programmer, he's yeah. Neo is trapped inside the Matrix, but the job they gave him was job of you know famous video game designer, computer programmer. As a computer programmer, he built his own program. He built his own, what they call a modal. I don't know if that's an actual term or not. Sure. Um, I don't know enough about computers. Um, he, But he built this modal. He built this program that he's running. It's based on, you know, he built it for the old video game. Um, that is actually not a video game, but is really his memories that they're suppressing or not suppressing. Sure. Anyway, he built this program. He designed a character to resemble the to resemble Morpheus that he remembers. And he runs it over and over again. He runs this program continuously and and what we see at the beginning is that this this character that he designed eventually wakes up and and finds sentience. He, okay, he so basically he basically invents artificial intelligence within his own matrix. Interesting. And and that's what it is cuz this thing runs over and over again when hit when these when the real life characters like Bugs and whomever else I can't remember any of their names but Bugs. Yeah. When Bugs oh and Seek Sequoia. When Bugs and Seek break into this modal cuz they're in the matrix and they see there's another program running. They go a deeper level into this modal and then she f- meets this character who has awakened himself and and he has been programmed with all of the attributes of morpheus but he's been programmed with all Ah. of that he's been programmed with all of that by neo who obviously knows loves and remembers morpheus sure so this character is it's not the actual morpheus it's so the character in the bathroom with keanu that's convincing him that he is in the matrix uh-huh. is a sentient AI program that he himself invented? That he created. Interesting. Okay. Based on his friend. So it'd be like if you died yeah. and I created I created a program of you. That loved stickers. That comes back to life. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a middle-aged man. <laughs> that reads Lord of the Rings at love, night and loves stickers. Yeah, loves yeah. stickers. <laughs> um, that, if, that wouldn't be you. But yeah. that would just, that would be... It would be you close enough because I I created you with all these attributes that I remembered of you. Okay, that, that's well, what, that's what our new Morpheus is. So okay, he's a he's a program that that comes to life. That's interesting. That's um, that's what it. Which I thought I to this day I believe that is a genius turn of of this. 
Well, I, for some reason, I didn't really pick up on that. I thought it was, I thought that he was an agent outside of Ke- Keanu's like simulation experience of being shut off from the real Matrix. No, inside that modal, he was yeah. he was an agent. Oh, okay. That's that's the thing is everything inside that program, where we're we're rewatching Trinity escape from the very from the very first Matrix movie. Yeah, we're rewatching that scene, and Bugs is rewatching that scene, and she goes, "I know this history. Okay, this, this is history from sixty years ago. We know what happens." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she beats the. Fuck she's out watching all. Keanu's version she's that he wa- created. She's, yeah, she's like, "Why are we watching history?" Ah. She doesn't. She doesn't realize that Keanu built this program. What she what she's watching as history is something that Keanu thinks is fiction that he made up. Okay. But he knows there's something he's letting his fiction play out over and over again until the characters come to life. Yeah, somehow come, come to life. Yeah, but but one of those characters that he writes as an agent actually he gives all he becomes the Morpheus character. Interesting. That's what that's what it is. Okay. Um so again, a kind of a kind of a brilliant way to introduce a new version of a dead character. Yeah, I guess so. Um and also I don't know how much essence or like substance that character has now that he's just like a regurgitation of like None at all. Yeah. Yeah, none at all. He's fake. He's a fucking robot. That's Interesting. the thing. In the real world, he's a collection of like magnetic balls. Remember that? Yeah. That's that's how programs they they created this new thing to where the programs from the Matrix can exist in the real world. They they step out into this like living. Computer. Oh, that's why he was the whole ball. Yeah, person. That's why there, there's several of those characters walking around. It's it's okay. they're they're not real people. They are robots, or they're something from the Matrix, but they can exist in the real world when they inhabit this robot body made up. Okay. Of, Made up of magnet balls for visual effect. Well, it was, could have just been it could have just been any blank faced android that they plug into, but they wanted to do the magnetic ball thing to for effect. That's there's nothing to that. Although it helps story wise because the magnetic balls can fit into tight spaces and break you out of prisons. So okay, <laughs> so I will say I'm liking up to that point because I jumped ahead a little bit. I like the montage of him being blue pilling himself constantly, right? Great. I liked that part of the film. I like it a lot. At this part, I think even right to when like the Morpheus sentient being comes, that I was like, oh, this movie's going to be so kick-ass. He's like obviously going to break out of the Matrix again to do some cool thing, you know, and then... It, I don't remember. It just doesn't seem to really take off like in a way I think is interesting after that. Yeah, it's like weird. It kind of, like that was the peak interest for me. And then I was like, okay. Then it was just like. Conceptually, I love that. Okay. I, I love the same thing you do. The um, This this whole thing, there's even a line in the movie when when he, when Neo first gets out of the Matrix again and he's he's back on the ship. Sure. And he's having this crisis because he's he's so confused about everything that's been happening. Um, he's sitting with Bugs, the ship captain, and uh, and he goes, he goes, I can't believe like I can't believe the Matrix, I can't believe these robots that put me back in the Matrix. They rebuilt my they rebuilt my body, they put me back in the Matrix. 
they took my they 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 took all my memories and they just like whatever they just they just they made it a video game they made it a fiction well and she goes she goes that's what the matrix does they they take your they take your story and they trivialize it um i disagree with their assessment of what happened at the end of the original third movie is that what you're talking no, no, about no it's in this movie this is a scene from this movie no that's what i'm saying though they're referencing like because he what happened to Neo's body at the end of the third movie? Well, right. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. They, 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 they saved his. They saved him. And they brought him back to life. The same thing with with Trinity. Yeah. Um, but what they, the thing is, here's what the actual like the robots in charge of the Matrix, the machines as they're yep. called, the machines they don't have the power to truly wipe your memory. Yeah. They can't. They can't erase your memory, and. So not only they can't erase your memory, and they and if they could erase your memory, at what point are you a different person if if all your memories are gone? Sure. And and it's it's made clear to us that they actually they need Neo because he. For those of you who don't remember the original conceit of the Matrix, the world is destroyed. Yep. In the fight between robots and, and humans. The, no fight between robots and humans. The world is destroyed. Um. <clears throat> Humanity, in an attempt to stop robots from having any power, literal electricity, humanity destroyed the sky. They blackened the sky so that robots couldn't have access to solar power. Yep. So the robots had to then enslave humans. Treat them like batteries. Yeah, and put them in pods and use use human energy as batteries. That's what's happening. Um, What... The reason this new matrix in this in part four works is because they have a bunch of human batteries still. They're still they're still a matrix, but Neo and Trinity, Neo puts out way more energy than a regular, more than me. Yeah, Keanu Reeves puts out more energy than I do. Yeah, or you. I'm just a dude. With I'm just a I'm just a millionaire podcaster. Yeah, world famous film critic. He's an actual movie star. He's putting out more energy than I am. Yep. They needed Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves. They needed their bodies in the Matrix. In order to sustain this new smaller Matrix, they needed they needed these two people who were putting out massive energy. Oh, okay. Their balls of energy. And if you keep them next to each other... Mega energy. Yeah. It's, it, uh, the closer they are... The bigger the energy ball is, but yep. you can't let them touch because if they, if they connect, everything gets destroyed. Mm. So you can't let them fall in love, or you can't let them get together. But you keep them near each other. Yep, it's almost like they're. It's almost like the robots found a way to harness sexual tension. I appreciate that that's, actually. That, yeah, that's a, it's yeah. A, it's a it's a more creative. Imagine if than we I could expected. harness the energy of sexual tension. My my laptop would explode. Exactly. It's a more creative take than I expected from a shitty sequel 21 years later. It's creative in idea, but not in execution. Well, the but the other thing I like about it is, again, they can't wipe his memory. So he's got all these memories. Yeah. 
so it's not that they trivialized his life story by turning it into some video game that he created. They fully embraced it. They had they have to keep that there because he yeah. can't be like, I remember all this shit. The reason you remember all this shit in quotation marks is because you put it into your own video game, dude. Yep. That's that that's a way to that's a way to keep those memories existing without without him without yeah. him rebelling. Sure. Because he's not like, where are these stray memories coming from? Obviously, I'm a different person. They're not stray memories. They 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 contextualize them for him, which is a more effective form of imprisonment. To this, absolutely, to this body. yeah. For this, especially for this system. Oh, and guys, we actually have the Matrix on behind this wall. Yeah, it's yeah. on. It's on the background yeah. in my uh, on my giant ass TV. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I should watch it again just to. I just remember the pacing not being very good after the montage of him, you know, finally kind of waking up and everything, and kind of getting into the adventure and action portions of what should be a Matrix movie. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I think it's. I mean, those two of the sequels were so bad. Reloaded and, and uh, Revolutions were bad. I mean, I I would say they're pro- they probably are bad. But the momentum of the first one, I think, was like fine enough for me to enjoy them for what they were, you know, uh, as a trilogy. And I would call it a trilogy. And when I watch them, I love to watch them in order. I won't just watch the first one. I'll watch all three, you know. I think before this movie came out, I'm normally like you, but I think before this movie came out, I think I only rewatched the first one. Really? I don't think I even fucked with two or three. Sure. I mean, I've seen those a lot when I was a kid. I I watched them a lot when I was in high school. Yeah. But I I you know, back in December when this shit was about to come out, I think I just rewatched one for cuz I love that one, but I don't think I even <clears throat> did that. Um let's take a look at uh here's a couple problems I have with it. Okay. Oh, you know what? Speaking of the um well, going back to what I was just talking about, the battery thing, about yep. about how uh, <clears throat> how Neo and Trinity put out more energy as batteries. They're better batteries than regular people. Uh, the our, our bad guy, who we'll get to in a minute, he talks about desire and fear. He's like, you antagonize your captives, and they put out more energy. Um, he doesn't say that. I'm, 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 I'm paraphrasing. Okay. But it's like that. Remind me, did, are you a Rick and Morty fan? No, I'm not. Okay. Well, for any Rick and Morty fans out there, there's an episode where... Um, there's an episode... The first time we ever see evil Morty, there's a there's an episode where they're, they're tracking down... They're tracking down this guy. They're tracking down evil Rick, evil Morty, who's killed a bunch of uh, other characters of Rick and Morty in the, across the multiverse. And there's a big dome... And it's a bunch of a bunch of Mortys have been strapped to the dome. Oh, I think I did see that episode. And they're all being tortured. Pricked. Yeah, they're yeah. all being pricked with little needles. Yeah, and they're screaming and crying. And um, the the effect of that the the collective agony of Morty is a is a was used as a shield so that nobody could find Evil Rick. He was using you know he was uh, it's like a it's like a phasing issue. Sure, you know they cancel each other out. Um, that exact same principle applies in Matrix Four. I guess that's why that's why they keep that that's why they keep Neo and Trinity next to each other, but not together. Okay, 
if they're together and happy, that's bad. But if they're together and dissatisfied, they're outputting more energy. Their, their stress is okay. is powering the matrix better. Okay. This is all done by our new architect, Neil Patrick Harris. I hate this. Dude, I hate him in this movie. I hate his really? character in this movie. Do you think he does a bad job? I think he's Neil Patrick Harris in everything he does. Mm-hmm. And I think that the what I hated is the way too long explanation of why I'm the bad guy. He and b- doing the bad guy reveals his plan. He loves a monologue. The mon- the mon- the Neil Patrick Harris monologue in this movie was so cringy to me. There's several of them. He's, yeah, and yeah. they're too bad, dude. Yeah, he's long winded. I mean, that's not his fault. That's Lana Wachowski. Blame her. I guess, but I mean, a villain isn't believable because they have a monologue well but that's the thing is the problem with the matrix is that there's a, there's a lot of things this movie gets wrong but in why ge- would a machine need to explain if it's an a if it's a machine well that's the thing is all the machines throughout throughout the matrix are actually like they're all they all have human characteristics yeah you know what i mean but yeah you're right you're right but that's the thing is they don't they never fight the bad guys, like the original architect, that fucking Colonel Sanders motherfucker from uh, part two and three, yeah, yeah, yeah. wearing a white suit, he's like, I'm the guy that built all this shit. All the bad guys, they don't fight any of the bad guys. They don't fight any of the of the actual people that caused them a problem. The only guy he fights is Agent Smith, who's actually an agent but he turns rogue anyways yeah he's he a, does go rogue he's a separate dude anyways yeah so that's like um if i could bring if i could bring it to colombian politics uh you know neo like neo and his faction they're like um they're like the 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 farc they're the they're the drug cartels yep and then Agent Smith is all the par- is the paramilitaries that are that they don't think the government's doing enough to destroy the drug cartels. Yeah. So they start their own paramilitary and start their own war against the drug cartels. Also extrajudicial. So there's an actual government that can't control either of these organizations, and now it's just chaos because we have this trio of factions fighting each other. Yeah. That's what happened in Colombia and also in the Matrix. I'm sorry. Are we saying that the Matrix copied Colombian history? I'm sorry to all my Colombian friends that had to hear me say the fucking dumbest thing they've ever heard. Um, uh, I understand I just completely uh, misrepresented and trivialized your history. I swear it's because I'm dumb and not for any other reason. I mean... Nevertheless, I'm right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It, so, so, so the the problem is when these two factions are fighting each other, Neo and Smith, they're not fighting. At no point are they even fighting the people who actually run the shit, which is the machines. Sure. Um, let's. I mean, honestly, how do you beat a reveal as big as the first Matrix? I mean. Yeah, that, you just don't. The first Matrix was great. The first Matrix was was really genius level storytelling, and so interesting. Um, let's talk a little bit more about Neil Patrick Harris because I'll tell you what I don't like. I think actually he did a good job. It's not his fault that he was writ he was overwritten. 
He's written to be verbose, which he's good at. But also, here's the other thing is that, again, in The Matrix, you don't fight the actual bad guys. You fight something else. You're fighting a system. The other, yeah. Nobody, you know, Neo didn't fight that Colonel Sanders motherfucker, the architect. He should have, but what would have gotten him? That's the problem with, with, not the problem, that's, that's the... It's kind of in the That's way. part and parcel of, of dealing with the Matrix. Who so. who do we fight to make things work? I will say what I what I what was very what I don't like about you know the actual bad guy, which is in this case Neil Patrick Harris, the the therapist slash the new architect of. Yep. Is I feel bad for anybody that's like. Neo is going to therapy, and his therapist is actually his imprisoner. He doesn't realize this. That's how I feel about my therapist. Do you really go to therapy? Fuck no. Okay, good. I'd have to kick you off this podcast if you did. <laughs> this is an anti-therapy. I'm is, not that unhinged. This is an anti-making-yourself-better podcast. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast. No dancing and no therapy. Let's Get Trashed is, uh, is about leading into your uh shortcomings and not I mean I just know after seeing this movie I know what therapists are. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, robot know, they're robot they're robot pri- they're robot prison matrix. guards. Yeah. Now, Neo Thomas Anderson goes to therapy every day. Okay. He talks to Neil Patrick Harris and he just tells him he's like, "Man, I feel like this isn't real. I feel like I feel like all that Matrix shit from my video games, I feel like that's my real history. I feel like I'm an actual guy. I feel like I live in a simulation, all this kind of stuff. And it, to me, it's fucked up because the bad guy is going, oh, come on, you're crazy. You don't, you know. Take the pill. Yeah, take take this blue pill. You know that that, you know that, that sounds crazy. You know you're being crazy, right? That's what his therapist is saying. That's what the bad guy's saying. Gaslighting. Yeah, gaslighting. Um, it should be. That's why I, I. this movie gave me a new appreciation for, like, James Bond villains. Because if you, if you, you know, if you, if you figure it out, when James Bond is tied to a chair and he goes, I know you're trying to use the, I know you're trying to use the laser to steal Fort Knox. The the decent thing to do is be like, oh fuck, you're right. Before I kill you, I'm gonna tell you the rest of my plan. Also, yeah, yeah, like, classic. Yeah, I was just like, hey man, give give the guy his credit. He figured it out. You know, it, he's gonna die anyways. Yeah, yeah, figured, yeah. He figured it out. Then you got to do the you, you got to do the. Here's how my plan's actually gonna happen. You were close, James Bond, but here's what you missed. So for him to be going to therapy every day with like. Hitting the nail on the head. Yep. I feel like I fought a war against the machines, <laughs> and then and then the bad guy, not even having the decency to be like, "Damn, dude, you fucking got us." Uh, I got to rewipe your memory, which sucks, but you fucking figured it out, man. Good for you. The instead for your therapy to be like, "Nah, you're dumb." It's just that's that's evil. Yeah, that's evil. You got to be, you know, a Bond villains are evil. Yeah, Bond villains are better. To at least admit that you got it. At least give me the credit for being right. Yeah. Okay, I have one thing. That, uh-huh. And I don't know how much notes you have, so I don't want to skip too far ahead Sorry, of the end. Do, do it's an end of the movie thing sequence. It's the last scene, in fact. Okay. So, 
so we're dealing with the with the very last scene they're dealing with the therapist again. Yes, Neil Patrick Harris, uh Neo and Trinity. Trinity can fly now. Mm-hmm. Okay, they maybe they do something, they attack him in some way, right? Uh Trinity beats the shit out of him. Okay, but wh- how are they not attacking the actual like outside of the matrix people yet? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why. Like the actual, like the weird alien thing. The cool, I thought this was cool as hell at the end of the third one. Like the one that takes Keanu, and maybe there was a clip of it in the newest one. The one that takes, or or, uh, Neo, like the weird like head, like with a bunch of tentacles and stuff. Do you remember that little, that being? Yeah, well he lays down in a bed of tentacles and they plug him back into the Matrix so he can fight their common enemy, which was Agent Smith. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. I would have liked them to like be like, oh, we're actually we don't have just have superpowers in the Matrix. We're actually fighting the robots that are with maybe even superpowers in that world or something cool. You know, it's like you don't do anything. You're still in the Matrix. Yeah, I you know? I, I agree. It's a little ineffective. I mean, for them to just go back and you know, be get- like Trinity can fly now. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, we'll get to that because that's. That's a twenty twenty one kind of nod. Nod. We'll talk we'll talk about the Wachowskis in a little bit. Um uh, one thing as far as pacing or stuff like that, one thing I I don't I mean this is a minor detail, but one thing I don't like about this movie is Neo and Trinity, they have to go through a lot to like wake up from the Matrix. And that was that okay. was that was a thing, even in the original trilogy of like people we we raised from the Matrix. They have to go through a lot to to kind of have their awakening. Yeah. But two of our main characters in this film, Bugs and Agent Smith, they don't. <laughs> Bugs, if we remember, her awakening is she sees she sees Keanu Reeves jumping off a she's a window washer sure and Keanu Reeves is jumping off a building and they lock eyes for one second before he jumps and she goes that was my awakening moment I knew at that moment that the matrix was real and I was in a simulation and I had to find my way out okay just one look was yeah. like all it took same thing with Agent Smith in that in the battle scene inside the office when there's you know the when Morpheus comes out and there's all these gunshots and everything and all this kind of crazy shit Agent Smith just walks. He he sees all this chaos going around. He sees a gun on the floor. He picks it up, and then he wakes up. He's like, "Oh, I remember everything now. I'm Agent Smith, and I gotta kill." Yeah, Neo and I my captain. Everybody else just wakes because, as a matter of storytelling convenience, yeah, they wake up at the drop of a hat. And whereas actual characters that we have to give a shit about, you know, it, it's just not consistent. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a little that's a fault I I noticed with this. It's not a journey of self discovery. It's a light switch flip. Yeah, for sure. For if it's convenient for it to be for the narrative, just to move it forward, I guess. But um, here's a joke. What sucks is that I legitimately I don't have like the computer skills to escape the matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we had to, I one hundred percent. Could recognize, I 100% recognize that I live in a simulation and, sure. and none of this is real. Yeah. But I can't t- 
type fast enough to get out. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, like your words per minute. Yeah, my W. Whatever skills I need to get out, I just don't have. I don't understand computers enough. I'd be yeah. Try, I'd be trying to like somebody be like in order for you to get out of the matrix, just hit Command S. I need you to type 120 words per minute. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you got to give me something else. Yeah, give me something else. They're like, you know, once you reinstall your drivers i was like oh give me give me give me You're give like, me a third one i've got windows xp i don't give me a third one I yeah really know. i know i was like i'll be trying to get out of the matrix and my fucking mac will be like do you want to funny do you, you want to reinstall updates i was like god not in an hour yeah like tomorrow they're yeah, like, if just, you would have updated you would have escaped ask me tomorrow yeah. <laughs> yeah i legitimately i just couldn't get out of the matrix because yeah. i don't know anything about computers I think it's funny that now is like everyone's taken on the simulation philosophy when it's like the Matrix has been out for 22 years. Yeah, but also the 90s was like a, a well they had the mummy to distract them. But the 90s is a great time. Don't forget the reason the the reason I mean it's coincidence that it happened at the time but in the in the Matrix in the original one they're like the world you think of the world as 1999. You think it's you think it's before the yeah. turn of the century. It's actually probably it's actually closer to 2199. We know for a f- we know that it's actually 2699. Mm. Um, that's what's uh, that's what's interesting. That's what's actually there's a factual there's something wrong in this movie. Um, this is like 2277. Okay. Morpheus was wrong when he said it's actually closer to twenty one ninety nine instead of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. But the but the computers the the machines imprisoned you, and they made the Matrix to be the best time in human history, which they predicted was nineteen ninety nine, and they were right. That literally was the best time ever. Before, yeah, dude. Before nine eleven, tech boom. You you know fucking. Classmates.com was worth $400 a share. Uh, 9-11 hadn't happened yet. Yeah. It it was the best time in human hi- Movies were good. Movies were very good. Austin Powers 2. Dude, Ooh, it was the best time. Movie. It was the best time in human history. Yeah. Would you go into the Matrix? Would you go... Live, would you go back in time? Would you go live in permanent 1999 in the Matrix? I don't like the fashion then, dude. I don't what? like the way the guys dressed. Like, as if, if... Listen to me. If I would have had to go back, I would have had to be in like a young kid again, and I just don't like that. I don't like the I don't like the way people were dressed then. I don't like the way guys dressed. No, dude, it pisses me off. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I I don't like the way girls dress either. That just, might the be fashion. that might be the gayest thing you're ever gonna hear. On you're Let's Get you're wrong. I don't want to go back to 1999 because I don't like the way men. I don't like don't the way like, men's clothes fit, dude. I was watching an episode of the OC yesterday. Mel had it on. Andrew's girl or fiance or whatever girlfriend, and dude, the fashion then was just so terrible, man. It's just so bad. I would just everyone like it's like you were either a douchebag or I guess a nerd, but not a like you, being a nerd then wasn't like cool. Like you were not cool, so you had no chance at all. Do you want to be a? Do you want to go back in time and be a dot com billionaire? No, because then I have to wear op shorts. And I would rather shirt. die. I'd rather die. 
that's an, I mean, you're that's insane. First of all, all that's coming back now, dude. Nineties, nineties, two thousand shit. Not for me. Girls are bringing back low rise jeans, and I just want to say, ladies, good on you. About time, I'm you know, that was my formative years. Okay, low rise jeans and the whale tails, and that's coming back. Put this high waist Taylor Taylor Swift shit in the fucking trash. Yep. Go back to go back to barely barely covering your privates with a pair of jeans. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. You okay. know, yeah. Nineties and two thousands, baby. I mean, it's the best time it's the best time there ever was. The Matrix was right. They didn't even know when this movie was made that that was the best time of human history. Okay. They just got lucky that that all this shit happened before nine eleven fucked it all up. Yeah. Um movie's bad. Matrix 4 is bad. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's wrap it up. Well, we got a little a few more things. Let's talk about Let's talk about uh let's talk about Neo. Okay. Let's talk once he's free goes back into the Matrix. We we got it on right now. We're, we're watching Jada Pinkett Smith be irritating as always. Yeah. Uh it's it's she, annoying that she's in charge now. Um she just talks so slow in this movie, dude. I, I also, feel like the dialogue is just so slow and it's like can we do some actiony things? Can we without him fighting somebody that's not Agent Smith, you know? Yeah, I don't like her in this movie. Um I, I think she's I think she's a bitch and I, I, I think <laughs> I think she sucks in this movie. Okay. What I do like so yeah. the way they the way they explain the the non existence of the original Morpheus, I actually did really like. Do you remember what they said? No. Well, not at all. We're, we're about to find out as we're watching this. Okay, but anyway, great. the idea is Neil goes, What happened to real Morpheus? Mm-hmm. After Matrix three more, you know, after Morpheus was the one that believed in Neo the whole time. Yep. Neo fucking wins the fight, wins the war. War's done. There's peacetime now. Uh, Morpheus unanimously elected to the fucking president, grand okay. grand leader, whatever. He's he's now the he's now he's now the H N I C. As we would might say in uh, stand stand by me or lean on me, whatever, yeah. whatever movie, lean on me, as Morgan Freeman might say. Um, he's he's unanimously. Elected. Oh, I see what that's meant. Okay, go for it. Yeah, he's the he's in charge now. He's fucking. Yep. He's rocking it. Uh huh. A few years later, a few years down the line, peace starts to get a little shaky. Um, yes, you know the 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 bad guys start acting up again. They start acting a fool. There starts there starts to be some uh, uh, uprising. Starts starts to be some problems on the horizon. Okay, Morpheus ignores it, refuses to believe it's true, because he he believes so much in Neo and Neo's legacy. Still, he's like he's like Neo's legacy is permanent. Oh, there's no way there's any problems on the horizon. That sounds like something Morpheus would say. It sounds like it's you know it sounds like something anybody would do. Yeah, it it sounds like you know, you it's it sounds like anything. It, it's just like man, I was I was so right this time. Any problems down the road? That that's that's not true. We solved it. I know we solved it. I'm not even gonna fucking I'm not even gonna justify this because we because yeah, Neo already it. Neo already solved it. Yep. 
honestly, that little line of dialogue to explain why he's not there, I genuinely, I really thought that was well done. I thought that was a great little thing. I think that's a very human thing Yeah. to, to if you believe in something, if you believe in something, when, when evidence ap- appears to counteract your beliefs, you shun the evidence. Oh, yeah. That's as human a reaction to something as could possibly exist. It's denial. Exist. Yeah, it's denial. Yeah, and that's what we're watching right now. As rumors of this new power spread, he ignored them. Oh. He was certain what you had done could not be undone. Matrix 4. All these people never that's stopped gospel. believing. Yeah. He was certain what you had done could not be undone. So that's why he he ignored all the new threats. And that's what that's what fucked up that's what fucked everything but up. But Jada didn't. Well, she you know, I don't, I don't think she mentioned she was that much of a genius. She just didn't have any choice. Yeah. She's just a soldier at the time. She's a nobody. Anyway, let's talk about Neo's powers. What do you think about Neo the fighter in Matrix 4? I mean, maybe he fought. The only time I remember him fighting, it's just not very memorable, or memorable to me, was the new Agent Smith in like a, a beat-down house, which was like very cheap and like lazy to me. Yeah, with all the with all those old characters from Revolutions. From yeah, it's just like like the Merovingian. I, yeah, it's like it was just lazy. It's like, yeah, we the, know he's Neo. He knows he's Neo now. Can he be Neo for a little bit or no? Apparently not, because he never. So we 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 don't get to see it. No. Well, it doesn't so, happen. That's the, that's the that's the thing. So that's a philosophical change in this movie. Bad, I agree. Bad movie. I I agree. Uh, a good friend of mine, my buddy Daniel, shout out Daniel Sanchez, drummer for Superphonicos. He had, when this movie first came out, him and I were talking about it. He said something so funny. He goes, he goes, man, I think John Wick could beat up this Neo, one hundred percent. Like John Wick, Keanu and John Wick is more of a badass than Keanu in Matrix Four. Uh, it's um, our Neo in this movie is a castrated one or a uh, um you know uh that's a good way to put it yeah he's he's a he's a weaker version of what he is which i disagree with on a fundamental level here's why they did it let's okay. talk about the let's talk about lana wachowski's sure reason for doing that who can fly at the end of the movie trinity trinity can fly yeah trinity has all the actual can manipulate the matrix so even when they're at the very very end they're fucking up neil patrick harris she breaks his nose. She snaps her fingers his, he, and heals him. She cuts his throat. She snaps her fingers and heals him. And then she keeps fucking him up and, yeah. and healing him. She can control the Matrix now. She has all the power that we used to think of belonging to the one. Sure. Neo doesn't have that anymore. The explanation in the film is that when their bodies were being rebuilt... They, their dead bodies were were captured by the robots, the machines. The machines rebuilt them. <clears throat> um, when they rebuilt them, they they misattributed some aspects from one to the other. That's how that's how ne- Trinity got Neo's powers. They accidentally took Neo shit. They who does this belong to? Well, I guess it belongs over here. They put it in Trinity. It was. The power used to belong to a man, but now 
the power belongs to a woman. Yep. It's a trans thing because um, Lana Wachowski and Lily Wachowski are both trans. Sure. I, they used to have other names and now they're Lana and Lily. Lily actually had nothing to do with this film. Sure. Uh, she wanted. She didn't want to participate. Uh, so Lana made this by herself, or directed it by herself. Obviously, there's a crew of thousands. Um, but anyway, that's that's more. That's trans allegory. That's you know the actual trans allegory. I honestly, I don't believe that the original Matrix is a trans allegory. Although that's what they say, that's what Lana and Lily say it is. Um, I don't agree with them. I think they're. I think they're wrong. Um, that's an interesting perspective, and one that's hard to comment commentate on. I guess. Well, I just think. I think they the the fact and is also if that's where you arrive at, why did we include Trinity way early on and make her just her the hero, and give her Neo powers and make it fun and interesting and do cool shit? Why not make her the lead the entire time? I mean, you know, I mean uh, that would have been fine. Sure, it would have been fine for me. I think audiences wanted to see Keanu Reeves, but we didn't. Well, we wanted to see him. Well, we wanted to see him be. That's what I'm saying. Neo again. Yeah, we didn't see him. We didn't. The, the, we, the we allure didn't. of the first Matrix is that there was an impossible enemy to defeat. No one could defeat him, and and there was terror if these agents were around. And there's just not that threat. Yeah. And well, there's nothing. There's that threat isn't defeated really. Yeah. Here's a here's a lot of things I I I kind of disagree with the direction they they took this film. I understand they wanted to really like shoehorn that trans allegory in. It's like now the now the woman is the one. The the power okay. changes from man to woman. Um I don't even think the original movies are trans. That that commentary about the film didn't even come out until after Lily or after Lana transitioned in like two thousand ten. Okay. Um and I just don't believe any I don't participate any after the fact the same thing like what's your name harry potter woman said that the principal of harry potter was gay afterwards uh who's the principal in harry potter the king or the the dumbledore yeah yeah dumbledore she said he's gay but you didn't put that in the book so now you're just like now you're just making shit up for political reasoning after the fact sure after she got in trouble saying some shit or something. No, this or... was, this was before any of oh, that. Okay. Um, but the thing with the Wachowskis saying that like the original Matrix is about being trans because it's a because it's a story wherein this character this character finds the truth about himself. I don't. I disagree with the um, assertion that a journey of self discovery is unique to the trans community. Sure. Any or, or, everybody goes through some sort of finding themselves thing. Yeah, Julia sure. Julia Roberts in Eat Pray Love is f- trying to find herself. The uh the divine sisterhood of the pants or whatever, they have whatever. Pants. They yeah, like pants. No, traveling pants and the Yaya sisterhood, it's about finding yourself. Any yeah. any coming of age movie is about people finding themselves. Which again, I'm not. I don't. I I'm not a fan of any of these genres, anyways. The Matrix might be the only finding yourself type movie I even like. 
but the 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 idea of I mean, if that's what it means to you, it means that to you as far you know the the trans thing or or any type of sexuality thing. Yeah. But the idea that this is ex- the idea that oh yeah we didn't tell you but this is actually this movie's a trans thing. It's like why because because a dude a dude finds himself. I hate to break it to you, ladies, but that actually happens to literally every human being. It's not all, you know, not all of us are finding out something as, uh, you know, basic as what sex we are or gender sure. or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not maybe not that uh, cataclysmic of a discovery, but nevertheless, that's a. Not only is it not unique, it's borderline universal for every human being. Well, so I I don't I don't agree with that. And the other thing about Matrix 4 in particular um what I what is missing from this movie is the fact that the reason Neo is as powerful as he is is cuz he is the m- most capable of seeing the Matrix is fake. Okay. For example, everybody if you're listening to this Tune in. Go on to YouTube right now for this. So, I fake punched you. I, yeah. pret- I pretended to punch you, and you. I knew that you weren't going. And to you flinched. Hit me. You flinched. I didn't flinch. You've closed your eyes. I closed my eyes. Yeah. Was I going to hit you? I knew that you weren't. Would you, I just your reach? I know exactly where you need to be to to I, actually punch me. I, I, I could have punched. I, I could have easily punched you from there. Not from I that pull, reach. I pulled back. I pulled back one hundred percent. I would have countered. You wouldn't have never. You couldn't. You couldn't have in a million years. But you knew I wouldn't just punch you out of nowhere. That's true. You yeah. knew there's no scenario. So what you're saying there's, is that I can see the matrix. Yeah. There exactly. Yeah. There's no scenario in which your dear friend at Nictazo drums at Nictazo on Twitter would just punch you out of the blue. Sure. But even though you know I'm gonna hit you, I'm not gonna hit you. You still close your eyes when you see the fist coming towards you. Yeah. That's that's what the matrix is. Um, the reason the reason Morpheus the reason Morpheus can't stop bullets from flying, even though he knows the bullets are fake, he sees a bullet coming at him and he flinches. Oh, okay. That he just he we we can't get past our human sensory um uh, uh limitations. Sure. Neo could. Neo's the one not because not because he actually has magical powers, but because him more than anybody else realizes, oh, all this shit is fake. The bullets are fake, which means I don't have to flinch or duck. Yeah, yeah. I can stop them. I can fly because I'm not flying. Th- the air isn't real. This gravity's not real. I'm in a computer thing, so. Other people can't fly because even though you intellectually know that gravity isn't real, you still flinch when you feel it. That's the point. Neo, more than anybody, realizes in the original Matrix trilogy. Yeah, he has that awesome sort of perspective or power rather. It's a power. Yeah. Yeah, that separation. That's the one. But it's it's, it's just a mindset. Sure. That's That's my take away from it and always has been cool it's not that he he doesn't have a superpower he just understands better than anybody else that this is fake and he can manipulate it sure the rest of us can't stop flinching when a fist comes towards our face mm-hmm. even though we know we know intellectually that the fist is not going to connect yep um 
That's the that's where his power comes from. That's what I don't like about this movie because now he's castrated. He's a much weaker version of Neo. But why? The one thing he has, which is yeah. understanding that it's fake, that didn't go away. So it went from being it went from being an underst it went from being an uh, a really smart thing to being um to being a thing of like oh there is some sort of superpower gene that he has. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so now it's just a superhero story, and now our superhero doesn't have the gene. His fucking girlfriend has it, and now okay. she's the superhero. Yeah, that to me is a cheap. Uh, transfer yeah it's, yeah it's just a cheap excuse to to transfer it to a woman and, and make it a um not that you know if if they had if if the power had awoken in carrie ann moss and she goes oh i also realize this is fake oh i could i do could, that movie i can do i can do rainbow shit i can make rainbows out of my hands i can i can make buildings explode i can fly i can do all kinds of shit sure i also now on a level understand the same thing that Neo used to that I couldn't I I had that mental block that's great give her even and then make her even stronger I don't um, this is not a thing of like I care about that but it's yeah. just a it's a it's a situation wherein I I I wish they I wish they had kept it consistent with the with what I consider to be the values of the original one. Oh yeah, for sure. What was clearly established with the original characters, you know, um, you can't castrate your hero, and then it, he he doesn't really get much of a redemption in the newest story. Yeah, or I you, mean, the hero's arc is completely destroyed. Right. You can cast. You can. You can. You can. You can hamstring him or something if you give him an actual redemption. If you, well, not even that. If you give him an actual injury, let's say, let's just say, something with, yeah, with purpose that. But then I would yeah, say, guess what, Neo? The robots cut off your fucking arm. But then there's always like a pupil, or there's always like a baton to the next thing. Yeah, you know, like that wasn't even a part of it. Like, no, that's the other thing is, do they make a sequel to this? They can't. They won't. They won't. No, it it didn't do well enough. It didn't do well enough because it was released only on it was released on streaming and theaters simultaneously. They're not going to do another one, but they might, dude. Really? I wouldn't be surprised. What? Else, why else would you even do this? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I, I, I might be making this up, but I, I was under the assumption that through like maybe an art or something that this was not going to be continued. I hope you're right. Yeah, I, I hope you're I, right. But um, anyway, yeah. That, that my recommendation: don't watch it. Focus on the, don't let it tarnish the original ones, which I don't think it can, anyways. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I I I don't hate this. I don't hate this movie. I honestly think this might be. I don't know. This might not be my least favorite Matrix movie. It might be my third, third favorite, third out of the four, third favorite, three out of four. I don't know on a on a particularly good day, maybe even two. It might work as a standalone movie. Maybe I don't fucking know. No, I don't, I don't know. know, man. We're I really watching, didn't like it. We're I, watching young Agent Smith and old Neo fight right now, and it just sucks. Yeah, it's bad, dude. 
it's just, I mean, the fighting is fine, but I just hate this kid. You know, he's just a Chad tech bro. Yeah, you know, it's like Which, we we already see these so much everywhere all the time. Like Chad Tech Bro, let's talk about uh, Tiffany. You know Trinity's uh, in, her her prison name. Yeah, uh, Tiffany. Her her husband is named Chad. Of course, that's the that's the name they give the actual of guy. Course. You know the one time uh, Keanu Reeves gets the balls to go like talk to her at the coffee shop. They're in the middle of their conversation, and then her husband, Chad. This is my husband, Chad, and he's got a jawline. He shows up, <laughs> um, and they've got kids and shit. Um, you know, so that's pretty funny. There's a lot of that kind of, like, reference to gamer culture. You know, yeah. Chad, uh, Neil Patrick Harris uses the word sheeple at one point. Sure. Which is infuriating. Yeah. To just bring something that... It kind of breaks through the movie when you use, like... The most modern vernacular, yeah. To of bring things, some, it's to, like uh, okay. To bring something that contemporary and callous, mm-hmm. or not, you know, I don't know. To bring something that shallow to it, like sheeple is my, you know, my uncle calls Democrats sheeple on yeah. Facebook. Why the fuck is the bad guy it of has the Matrix no meaning doing now. the same thing? Yeah, it's like I'll, t- I'll. The worst example I ever heard of this was uh, when I was in grad school. Uh, my university put on an opera. They put on Don Giovanni, which is a Mozart opera. Yeah, but they did it. They did it in, in English. They did an English translation of it, uh, which is fine. But they did a modern take on it, and this was uh, this was twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. So this is early twenty twelve. Obama and Romney were the two presidential candidates for that election, okay. and Romney had recently had a gaffe, which at the time was very scandalous, when he goes, uh, you know, people, they accused Romney of being sexist, and Romney goes, I have a binder full of women uh, volunteers that, that are working for my organization and that believe in our message of whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the news cycles um, focused on the term binder full of women. As, <laughs> yeah. as, as it, Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, when you said binder full of women, I was like, where is this going? Yeah, as, yeah I don't particularly remember this, but okay. yeah, well, I this, could see anyone doing that. This yeah. was a big political This was a big political gaffe in 2012. Sure. He said binder full of women, and then um, the, the opposing media ran with that as a uh, uh, as a as an example of like misogyny what a, and just like yeah, what, a hound. Yeah. yeah, what a sexist thing for a president to say. Little did we know, yeah. <laughs> right around the corner was uh, was Trump Daddy, yeah, with, who was gonna blow. I remember that was one thing I put. I said that to someone back in the 2016 election cycle. Yeah. Like, do y'all remember fucking four years ago when y'all thought binder full of women was an outrageous thing for a presidential candidate to say? Yeah. Cause look what we got now, dude. I don't know what's your. I don't know what you guys it's are. Changed. Times have changed. Yeah. The sheeple have changed. Yeah. Don't don't you wish you had? Uh, don't you wish you had just understood the fucking context four years ago instead yeah. of instead of burning all your outrage then yeah um <laughs> but anyway they they included that don giovanni is the story of it's the don juan story it's about a it's about a lothario yeah. who has sex with a lot of women and they shoehorned that line into this classic mozart opera uh-huh. they they changed some of the lyrics so they could fit this they could fit this dig at mitt romney into a into a university opera performance yeah and I was like, "This is the this is the least timeless. This is gonna not make sense 
four days from now when you perform it again. Of course. It's it's so um it it you, mean, it's like it's a thing we've talked about before. It's like you made a movie for this year. Yeah. And don't ever do that. Don't make a movie for the language of right now. Yeah. You know. Again, it, it, if you if you see it if I if you see it tomorrow you're going to be like, "Oh, this doesn't even make any sense." Yeah. That it's it's a it's a short-sighted short-sighted way of doing things and I think this movie suffers from that a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of like internet speak again call it, scene. calling a calling her husband a Chad, him saying sheeple. The whole, I mean, as much as I like that that lampooning of the corporate speak at the beginning, but, you know, all that kind of stuff doesn't make sense. The first time he talks to Trinity in the coffee shop, her teenage son is like, you're trying to ball my mom? Yeah. And it's like, what year did you grab that from? Cause yeah. Ball my mom? That's I've never even heard that. I mean, I heard it on Adam Sandler album in 1996. Okay, you know what I mean. It's so the the references are just all over the place. Yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. all over the place. So yeah. it's um, swatting when they're when they're the first that first big action scene when they're being evacuated from the video games uh, yeah. offices, and they're like, ah, oh, it's probably nothing. I think some kids just swatted us. Swatting is nobody listening to this even knows what. Do you know what swatting no. is? No. You don't okay. I don't think so. Swatting is uh, when when you and I are, you and I are playing video games online against each other. Yeah, yeah. You're in your house. I'm in my house. You beat me at video games. You beat me at Call of Duty. Okay. I call the police and I oh and I I tell them that there's a guy at Jimmy's address who's a fucking terrorist. <laughs> okay. And he's trying to kill. And SWAT shows he's, up. And then the SWAT team I've shows heard up. Of that. The SWAT team shows up and kills you because. The police just shoot whoever the fuck they want for no reason. It, uh, um, that's called swatting. Okay. That's they, they again. This movie is filled with these like references to strange things, culture, cultural, cultural things that are not even cultural phenomenons. Yeah, they're cultural minutia. Swatting is probably Too specific. Happened, swatting has probably happened four times in the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't look it up if you're watching this. Don't look it up. Don't Whatever look up. you look up is, this is wrong. A, this is a not. This is not a fact checked podcast. This is an anti fact podcast. Anti facts only. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, I would. I, do you recommend this movie or not? I would say it depends on how much of a fan of the Matrix you are. I am a huge fan, and I thought this movie was. Not good, and I I was kind of disappointed in it. And I will say I looked I, when I watched it, I had my hopes up, not mega high, but pretty high, just thinking that they couldn't miss because the you know the first three were so good, and maybe they finally developed a story. I didn't know the whole thing about the WB thing and that they ha or they were forced to make a movie. Mm -hmm. I was thinking surely they're making a, a sequel that they really wanted to make, but I would say maybe don't watch it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> If if there's anything you, I mean, again, I disagree with the with your assertion that the first three are so good. Well, I mean, I generally think you know what I think. Yeah, you know what, you know what the second best Matrix movie is. What's that? The Animatrix. Sure. So yeah, this isn't even. This is one of. This is one of five that are maybe good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There. Right now we're we're looking at the scene where Neil Patrick Harris like I hate this scene so much could somehow I don't know how he has the power to just stop everything 
Why did the old architect have to live in a white room with TVs on the wall and this guy gets to just wander around and, and freeze time at, at will? This is a terrible scene, dude. Yeah, and it also doesn't make sense because he's got a bullet. He's slow timing a bullet towards Trinity. But in a few seconds, once he like releases all this, it's gonna it's he's gonna reveal that that's not even Trinity at all. That's a that's a fake. So what's the point of pretending to shoot her and do the whole monologue thing? Yeah, I mean, very long monologue. <sighs> it's just also Neo who knows it just this, doesn't flow, man. Why is Neo trapped in slow motion? Yeah, if he's he, Neo, he he's knows. Neo. He knows it's fake. Dude, you you can't get I, you can't get trapped in fake slow motion if you know it's fake. Nope. That's the whole point of Matrix. That's the Matrix. All right. I also don't don't watch this movie. <laughs> it's not worth it. No. There's a couple there's a couple things that are funny. Honestly, it's funnier than any other Matrix movie. Um those silly joke gags at the beginning with the all you know the the team that I like making yeah. fun of, making fun of corporate stuff, but that's not worth it. That's not that's not worth the whole thing. No, it's not. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm at Nictazo Drums at Nictazo on uh, Twitter at Get Trashed Pod on Twitter. Go follow me on Twitter if you have one, please, and share my share this to somebody else. Uh, Jimmy, where can the folks find you? As I watch the worst scene, you can find me at at Sleepy Cowboy TX at Bad Thrillers TX for the band, and uh, do some comedy at, at at Danger Junior PR. Very cool. Well, thanks again, Jimmy D. Absolutely for helping me out. Uh, yes, sir. Talking some Matrix, watching some Matrix with me. We'll we'll have a drink and watch a little bit more of it. Hell yeah! And then, uh, all right, everybody, thanks so much. Uh, have a great week. Like and share and subscribe and tell somebody about it and just do me a favor. And uh, thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace.